What's up, everybody? I'm Janine Mack, and I'm your host of the Janine Unscripted Podcast. For those of you who don't know me, I'm an author, speaker, business owner, and mentor. And my goal is to share with you about what to do when your life becomes unscripted. I hope this podcast adds value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join you for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Now let's jump into today's topic. And now a quick word from our sponsor. All right, and we are back. Okay, so our topic today is female proposal. Okay, so I have been seeing this growing trend, or maybe it's just being posted on social media a lot more here of late. And it is women that are getting down on one knee and proposing to men. Okay, uh uh-uh. I'm going to need y'all to stop doing that. Okay, um, and it's not even a, a thing of being um, me being more traditional, you know, in a sense, I am, but I think that women, you're actually um, putting yourself in a bad position and definitely putting your man in a bad position um, to have, I mean, to be embarrassed um, that you having to propose to him. And, um, and, and lately in these videos, I'm seeing that uh, the men don't like it. So, you know, I have to go to the authority on men, which is other me. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I consulted a few of my male friends and counterparts and coworkers that are in different stages of relationships. Some are single, um, some have been married and divorced, or, and you know, others are married. And um, so, you know, the consensus across all of them was that they don't like that. That is not a good look. And they would give a resounding no if any woman that they were dealing with got down on one knee and asked their hand in marriage. So I'm going to just give you a couple of reasons why this is not a good look. You know, other than the first resounding reason, men don't like that. Okay, men don't like that. And, um, you know, but ladies, for you. Okay, so first of all, the first thing is, is you should already know if the man you're dealing with is marriage husband material. And what do I mean by that? When you're in the dating uh, process and the dating process, you know, which I have said in, in, in uh, past podcasts, is that that is data gathering, okay? The data gathering process is that you should know or have had that conversation with that man up front is if he is even marriage-minded, okay? So a lot of times what happens as women is because we want a certain relationship status you know we want to be wives we want to be a girlfriend we want to be engaged we want to be a fiance you know you know we just totally ignore what the man is saying you know he may be saying i want to be in a committed situation okay you can be committed without being married you can be committed for years cohabitating living together whatever you want to call it plant house wifey doing all of that and still not 
you know, he doesn't want to be married. And so we think if we spend all this time and be so good to this man that that's going to change his mind. That man got his mindset for a reason, okay? All the beautiful and wonderful things you do for him and all of that is not going to change that. It's not. And so that is the first of all reason right there why you should not be proposing is because if you haven't checked with him to see if he even want to be a husband, not just your husband, just a husband, period, it's not going to happen. You have to do your due diligence in that beginning stages of that relationship. And then some of y'all never check in to see how things are going, if it's changing. You know, if you got to pressure a man to change his mind, then baby, that's not a marriage you want to be in. That's not. You need to find yourself a man who wants to be a husband, who wants to be married, who wants to be your husband. And I guarantee you will not have to get down on one knee to ask him that question. So that's number one. Number two, when you get down on one knee and ask a man for his hand in marriage, you know, you make yourself look desperate, okay? Uh, the, the term that was floating around for a long time was thirsty, but I think desperate is more appropriate in this scenario because you just look desperate. And it's like, you know, a lot of times women, you know, we, we say we got this, this, this imaginary biological clock that's ticking those those of us who have not had children or those of us who have put our career first and now we're ready to like settle down and be with someone and you you know you may wake up one day and you get that epiphany and you may be 40 years old so it's like now the pressure's on you know family friends loved ones co-workers all these people have been you know pressuring you you know, when you're going to have kids, when you're going to settle down, when you're going to get married. So you're succumbing to that pressure. So, you know, the, the first guy you're with or you dated, like you got, you trying to, you got this relationship in like hyperdrive, okay? Like turbo boost, you know? And the man is like, yo, slow down. You know, let's look at what's happening here, okay? So, that's a that's a, a big thing right there is that you look desperate when you do that and i think that there's so many beautiful capable intelligent women out here that you know are making this mistake of succumbing to getting down on one knee to a man out of desperation just sheer desperation you're better than that you you are so much better than that you're you're not desperate the clock is uh, of time is not against you um you have to just be creative and be patient um in in this process and 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 it's hard uh, and i'm not gonna sit up here and say it's easy to be patient it is not easy to be patient especially not for me that's not my strong suit you know i like to snap my fingers and be on go but when it comes to relationships that is not something that falls into alignment with being on go and snapping my fingers because you cannot control another person's feelings. You cannot control another person's growth process and the timeline and that they're on, especially you have to understand that you're meeting that person in a certain chapter in their lives, even though you are in a certain chapter in your life, they're not obligated to meet you there. So you have to be able to meet someone who's where you're at. 
and want the same thing. Again, back to point number one. Okay, so again, that's just like a really bad look. Um, you know, appearing so desperate um, and that you have to, you know, ask this man to marry you. Okay. And the third thing, uh, why it's not a good look and not a, 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 a good thing to do with getting down on one knee to ask a man to marry you is that you really feel that moment from him that he would like to give to you, you know? And so um, one of my male counterparts <clears throat> said that. He was like, I would, I would never rob a woman of having that moment. I was just like, wow, that was so deep. That was so beautiful that he thought that way, that that's your moment. That's your moment for like your family or your friends or just perfect strangers, wherever that proposal um, is taking place. Like he was like, I would never rob a woman of that moment. You know, you want to have your moment. That's the whole thing. And you want to have that moment be the way that you always dreamed it would be. You never as a little girl, I can tell you point blank period right now, none of us as, as little girls ever envisioned our moment being us getting down on one knee and and asking the man to, to marry us, you know? I mean, I was, as a little girl, I had a Ken, I had Barbie, and I never had my Barbie asking Ken to marry her. <laughs> never! It did not happen. I didn't even have my Barbie ask G.I. Joe to marry her okay so listen it's not the move it's not the move and if you have always wanted to have like that that moment where you are being asked where the love you have given is there and present in that other person and it's ready to be publicly reciprocated then wait for that you know wait for that don't don't try to shortcut it or escalate it so to the point where it's not happening when you think it should and when he gonna do it, that you just jump the gun and do it, you know? Sometimes and real men, what they'll do, they, they have things in their mind that, for instance, they may wanna be um, a certain place financially before they ask you to marry. You know, they may wanna have certain career goals um, completed so that you'll be set in your marriage, you know, financially set or career-wise set. He's like putting things into place. So in his mind, he's like, you know what? When I get married, I want to have X, Y, Z in place so that my wife and my, my future wife and my future children will be set. We don't have to worry about anything. They don't have to worry about anything, you know? So why rob him of those goals, you know, by just pushing forward. And then a lot of us women, you know, we, we are now educated. We're in the workplace, we're working and we're fabulous and we have businesses and we're doing these things. We're like, well, we don't need him to have that money. I got my own money. I got that, but baby, that's not the point of you having your own money. It's not the point of you making moves and doing this and doing that, you know, that you can help him do it. It's a matter of, if this is my goal, that I want to accomplish, then let me have my goal and my moment because that's where I'm gonna feel fulfilled. You know, and men are like that. They they identify themselves with their career and their title and their status 
So you take that away and say, you don't need all that to marry me. You don't need all that. You just need to love me and, you know, be this and that. You don't, you don't need all that to marry me. And he's like, yeah, I, I do because for what I see myself being as a husband, not just a boyfriend, not just, you know, sugar daddy, not just, you know, friend with benefits. As a husband, a husband has certain responsibilities and things. And if that man is trying to achieve those goals to put himself in husband status, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta respect that. You gotta respect that. And when he's trying to do those things so that he can give you that moment, give you that wedding, you know, give you all the things that you dreamed about, you know, in for having a beautiful wedding and a beautiful proposal, please allow that man to do that. Please, please don't jump the gun. Please, please don't step ahead and step on him, you know, and check his manhood. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not, that's not good. Okay. And then, you know, one other thing, and it's not like really a point, a number four, but it's just like an observation. You know, as women, we like to brag about um, the, the the good things that happen to us, especially when it's relationship related, right? We like to we like to be able to be like, girl, come to work the next day, girl. He proposed. You know, we got our hand out, our our wrist like it's like just broken and hanging because the ring's so heavy. Making sure everybody see you got your your hand is out, your arm is out straight. You want about to see that ring or if the man um, send flowers to you at the job, you want to make sure walk through with them flowers, the bouquet of flowers so everybody see it. You know, all these kind of things. If y'all go on a trip, you want to make sure you're talking about it. You got pictures to show everybody. We like to we, we like to be front and center stage. We like to be that center of attention when things are happening. So, 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 so put it in your head. Like, how do you come back to the office the next day and be like, uh, hey girl, you have no ring, by the way. You have no ring because you proposed to him. So how is that? What's that story look like? You come in with no ring, talk about you engaged. Hey girl, where's your ring? Oh, I proposed to him, so he got the ring on. Like, what? Say what now? What happened? Where? How how do you think your coworkers, your family members, your friends are gonna feel about your man? that you had to propose to him. They're gonna be clowning him. They are going to be clowning him so bad for you proposing to him and you going out and buying him a ring that he, he's now wearing, you know, cause you're gonna have a fit if you don't wear it, but you yourself have no ring. So like, who's buying your ring? Are you also buying yourself a ring? that you're going to put on your own finger because you went and bought a ring for him and you proposed to him? Like, really? Like, how does this story work out? Like, how does, what, how, what are you saying to your family? What kind of message are you sending to your family, friends, coworkers, and to your man that he had to be proposed to by you? You know, that's, that's, that's not okay. That's not okay. And if you're saying to your family and friends up until this moment, like, you know, he's a good man. I love him. I, he's my soulmate. I see, you know, I can't see the rest of my life without him. All of that. Then, 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 then let him do that. Let, let him do that. Let him, let him create the family 
and with the vision that he's seeing. And if you all are having those important and hard conversations about where your lives and your future are going, and if those, uh, and if your lives are going in that same direction together, then you're gonna the, the the timing will be just perfect. You don't have to escalate the timing. You don't have to rush that. You don't have to you don't have to try to create a moment in a in a narrative for your relationship because at the end of the day, it's going to be the two of you guys and not all these other people on the external factors, you know, with their input, it's just going to be the two of you in that relationship. And you want to be sure that he wants to be in that relationship and not that you force that, that marriage to happen. You know, the United States of America has the highest divorce rate in the world. Not, not like your state, like your whole country got the highest divorce rate in the world. Like, how does that happen? So it's a reason that that's happening, okay? It's easy to get married. It's hard to stay married. That's where the real work begins. And what you ever, never, never, never want to do is start your marriage on the wrong foot. Take it from somebody who's been married and divorced. Okay, what you do not want to do is start your marriage on the wrong foot. You you setting a foundation of failure. And we have to stop doing that. We have to stop doing that. And you have too much on the line. Marriage, as much as it is love and relationship and all those flowery things, marriage is a business. It is a business contract. Okay, it's a financial contract. And it and, and when you start tying together your assets and and all of these things, it's really hard to untie that. And when you then put children into the equation, you can't split your children in half, they human beings. So, you know, then there's that factor. Okay, so, you know, for marriage, you always wanna set a, a, a positive and strong foundation of unity, you know, um, communication, all of these things, so that you're more likely to stay together and not succumb to, the pressures, you know, of marriage that, you know, life is going to happen. So you want to make sure the person that you're trying to be your forever person, that y'all riding for each other, that y'all are together. It can't be one-sided. You know, marriage is not your wedding day. That is not marriage. That is just your wedding day. That was just a pomp and circumstance and, and, and to impress everybody. If you have a really big wedding and all this kind of stuff and a destination wedding, that's your date. That's your moment. You know, that's just a wedding. That is not marriage at all. So, ladies, I just want to encourage you in this area is, you know, first of all, you know, from the onset of being getting into a relationship is do your due diligence. Okay, do your due diligence to make sure that you and the person that you're interested in being with is that you all are on the same page as far as your hashtag relationship goals. If you're not, please don't stick around and do stuff and try to make that person change their mind. That's really not okay. That's really not okay. And just as much as, you know, um, you know, it's not a good look for women to be proposing to men. There's a lot of men that have proposed to women that have said no, that have that women that have walked away and stuff like that. So please, both of you, do your due diligences in the beginning so that you're not wasting each other's time to then, you know, a year or two in, and then, you know, you're doing 
silly stuff like this, you know, proposing to somebody who do not, who does not want to be married to you, you know, and that's what it is at the end of the day. You're, you're, they're not ready or they don't want to be married to you. So you make it a public, op, you know, a public, um, uh, making yourself look crazy publicly, you know, that's not good either, you know? That's just saying that you do not, you have not done your due diligence from the beginning and you're not making good choices. That's what it says. It doesn't show that you, I'm every woman. It doesn't show that you're a woman who knows what she wants and go after it and go get it. No, it doesn't show any of that. It, it's really giving desperation. You know, it's really giving ignorance about your relationship. It's really given that you really haven't had important uh, conversations to know where you are on your relationship compass. That's what it's giving. It's not giving anything else but that. And I just want to say uh, more people embarrassment, you know, male and female, I want to save you guys embarrassment. I want to save you wasting time being in a relationship that is not going in the direction that you want it to be going into. Save yourself some time, embarrassment, and heartache from the top. And then you'll be better off. Your future self will thank you that you don't have to be on a viral video circulating around social media, getting all the negative comments because you look really crazy doing these things. Okay. So queen, you know, you do not want to, um, drop your crown on the ground because you are down on one knee, baby. That's not the move. You know, that's not the move. And definitely not proposing, proposing in a club, boarding event, you know, uh, on, on rooftops, wearing suits, you know, pants and suits and stuff like that. Like, it's just, it's just my good. Please stop doing it. I'm asking for good women everywhere. <laughs> Please stop doing this. We are so much better than that. And we can, we are adults and we're emotionally mature and we can have conversations with our guy, with our girl to know if we are truly tracking on the same page to be the forever people um, in each other's lives, okay? So, you know, set yourself free. Go find the love you deserve if it's not in a relationship that you're in. And if you need help breaking up with your, uh, breaking up in a relationship, my new book, the Breakup Boss, How to Break Up with Toxic People and Mindset That Keep You Down. It's available where books are sold or you can check it out on my website, which is www.macmediamoguls.com. And that'll give you some tips on how to break up and then how to break these cycles and how to love yourself a whole lot better so that you don't put yourself in this situation. I love you guys and I really want to see you do well. Also, don't forget to pick up your copy of my new relationship book, The Breakup Boss, How to Break Up with Toxic People and Mindsets that Keep You Down. You can go to www.macmediamoguls.com forward slash shop and get your copy today. You can also find The Breakup Boss book on amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, booksamillion.com, and any other fine retailers where you purchase books. Again, don't forget your copy of The Breakup Boss, How to Break Up with Toxic People and Mindsets that Keep You Down. You'll thank me later. 
Thank you so much for joining me today on the Janine Unscripted Podcast. I hope this podcast added value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join you for the next Janine Unscripted Podcast. Please consider sponsoring the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Your sponsorship dollars will allow me to gift my children's books to young readers who are struggling to learn to read. This has been a production of Mac Media Moguls, LLC. You can connect with me on social media today. I'm on Instagram under at jmacspeaks or at jupodcast. I'm on Facebook under jmacspeaks. My website is www.macmediamoguls.com. And there you can purchase my children's books, merchandise, um, and also get valuable information. And while you're there, please subscribe so we can keep in touch. I'm on YouTube at Janine Unscripted. Thank you so much. And I look forward to sharing with you again. Have a good one.